Good morning, survivors, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Max O'Brien, and today is day 508 since we came back on the air. I'm here today with Agnes Drew, and we have some exciting news to share with the listeners. But to share it, I believe we have to go back to a beginning, which was a couple of weeks ago. Agnes, can you get us started off? Yes, listeners, we have exciting news. We have, or at least we will soon, a new power source that will allow us to make use of the ham radio and Dr. Clark's scuba equipment at long last. That's the climax, but let me start from the beginning. A few days ago, when we were out on a supply run, we visited an immense house that we'd never seen before. It's not that far away, but some of the streets you have to take have always been crawling with zombies every time we've tried it before. But that day, there were a lot fewer of them for some reason. It took us a while to explore all of it because it was so big, and we did find a few things to bring back, although it was pretty picked over, just like everything else. It wouldn't have taken so long if you hadn't spent so much time in the gnome room. I couldn't help it, Max! The whole room was amazing! By way of explanation, yes, the house has this room filled with gnome figurines that the house's owner must have collected. There are over a hundred different ones, and Agnes got a little caught up in there. It is just that they are so cute, and they really look like hobbits. I love the J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings series, and I just had to pick up each gnome. Agnes, let's get to what was in the backyard. Oh, yes. Well, after we finished with the interior of the house, we went out the back door. We couldn't go around the perimeter when we started because the house had a big fence and several tall trees. When we stepped out the door, there, standing in the middle of what must have been the owner's personal putt-putt course, was a windmill. Not a huge one, but a smaller one, like you would expect for miniature golf. And it hit me. We've been trying to build a windmill for a while. With not very good results. So instead of trying to build one, why not just buy off the rack, as it were? It also brought back a ton of memories for me. My grandparents had one on their farm, and it was on top of the pump house for the farm's well, and before the REA, the Rural Electrification Administration, built out the electrical grid where they lived, it powered the well's pump. They didn't use it for power when I visited as a girl because mm, they didn't need to, but my mom told me about it and showed me the pump house. The well pump was still wired to the car battery that was its power source, but the car battery was hooked up to a battery starter plugged into the pump house's electrical receptacle. The wiring that had once connected the battery to the generator at the center of the windmill's veins was still hanging there against the wall. Something this size, it's about 12 feet high, won't be enough to power the station and everything else we have going on, but it'll be a nice supplement and a good backup. It's perfect. And we got our own mini power plant! Are you filling the listeners in on our good news? Yes. It's so exciting, and it's all because of Grandma's windmill. Agnes, don't get ahead of yourself too much. There's a lot of work left to do. Yes, I know, but it will work. Grandma's did. I agree. I think it will, too, but Dr. Clark is right. There's a ton of work left to do. Maybe not as much as when we tried to dig the moat around the station, but it's not going to be a quick and easy task either. I don't think anything will be as much work as that moat was going to be. But we made a good try at it. The trench we dug is still visible out there, even with all the weather and people walking through it. Which is why I think we'll succeed here. We can do amazing things. We just need to make sure not to bite off more than we can chew. Listeners, here's a list of things we're going to need to do in the coming days or possibly weeks. Uh, We'll need to get that fence taken down, get the windmill down on its side, get the veins off, 
rig up some kind of sled or wagon, ask Anna if we can borrow her horses, and then drag it back over here and figure out where the best place to put it might be, and then do the whole thing again in reverse. We'll need to find an electrician to help us hook the batteries up to it so we can store the energy it produces. I think I have a good idea for where to put it, but let's talk about that later. After all, we still have to move the thing, and from the way you're describing it, it doesn't sound light. Let's wrap this up for today. You got it. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien, Agnes Drew, and Dr. Rosalind Clark. Take care of each other.